Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your co-host, Angie Rogers-Howell. Now, what is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast where we feature awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. Today, our premier sponsor is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Find out more about them at LuckyTats.com. Who do, who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Debbie Acri, owner of Debbie's Handmade Soaps. So it is November. It is. So we are into the holiday shopping season. We are. We were just in the car and we heard a pre-Black Friday commercial. Yes. Can you believe that? I Pre-Black Friday. That's just silly. They used to call them, uh, I think, Thanksgiving Day sales, but you know. I guess, but now we're just skipping that all together and we're just going to pre-Black Friday or whatever. So Black Friday is coming up this month and we also have Small Business Saturday. Yes. So that is? Well, it's a focus on small businesses um, because a lot of times we go online and we do our shopping, but it's also good to support local small businesses. You know, this is where we live and where we work and where we play and where we eat and stuff so supporting those local small businesses is also important now we're located in downtown muncie what are some of the merchants down here that people could visit heidi hale who owns olive and slate and heidi j hale yep right Um, across the street from each other she's been on the podcast before and she does awesome custom jewelry and home decor and everything and they're right next door to what toys forever they are right next door to toys forever so brandon mundell and all kinds of cool toys over there Go right around the corner and we're the children's boutique store. Forever yes, Young. That yeah. is a cool place. She always has cute stuff. That's in the Rose Court building. Yep, in the Rose Court building. She's got cute displays. I Every time I walk by there, I'm like, oh, that stuff is so neat. Let's say I wanted to uh, get a new watch for somebody. Well, you could go to Paisel's Jewelers. Or? Or you could go to Murray Jewelers. They've got stuff down there too. Got two jewelry two stores. Two jewelry stores right, right down here downtown. Here. Well, Muncie Map Company always has cool local Muncie stuff. Um, and if you need custom maps, Andy could hook you up with that. And if you want to get little pictures taken of your cute puppies and cute kitties, uh, his wife Amy does fur in focus pet photos. Yes. Yes. That is cool. That's and pretty neat. Of course, Wishbone's been here for years. Oh, they have been, yeah. Uh, definitely for teenagers and uh, uh, young adults. Uh, a lot of posters, a lot of cool stuff in there. Yeah, and there's restaurants. Be happy to sell you gift cards. Vera Mays, Ron LaHody Steakhouse. Yeah, Casa. Casa del Sol, yeah. <gasps> what about Kirk's Bike Shop? Oh, Kirk's Bike Shop. Don't forget yeah, about gotta them. Yeah, got to get a new bike for uh, got Christmas. Got a new bike or get your bike tuned up or whatever. All kinds of stuff. So yeah, there are plenty of things to do and local businesses And to we support. are talking three blocks of retail space right down here with all these shops. In Absolutely. It. And they're all going to be participating in Small Business Saturday. So shop small, shop local. Um, shopping local helps put food on the tables to your local business owners, such as Farmhouse Creative. Let's say I need some marketing <laughs> help. Where exactly. would I go? They could come here to Farmhouse Creative. <laughs> you awesome. can also go to Vistaprint, but you know what? Vistaprint doesn't put food on Matt and Angie's table or anybody else in town who does marketing because there's a bunch of companies and they do great jobs as well. So, exactly. But shop small, shop small business Saturday. Hi there, Matt Howe introducing you to Purple Hippo Ads, local digital advertising. Let's say you want more qualified customers, clients, and donors in your sales funnel. We create display and text ads targeted to attract those visitors to a landing page with specific information and an intake form for them to contact you. We manage, tweak, and adjust the campaign to optimize every click and gain more conversions. Purple Hippo ads are perfect for discounts, offers, email opt-ins, events, introducing new products or services, increasing donations, or finding qualified job applicants. Interested? 
great. Just fill out the contact form on purplehippoads.com and let's talk. Our premier sponsor today is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at schaeferleadership.com. What do they have coming up? Coming up, they have a workshop. It's called Establishing Trust, and it'll be on November 7th. It's led by Tisha Gerhardt of Schaefer Leadership Academy. One of our favorite people. She Tisha, is. She's awesome. Just did her daughter's wedding. I DJed her daughter's wedding. The video looked really fun. Yes, it was, a, it was a good time. Awesome. Good. Well, Tisha will be putting together a presentation entitled Establishing Trust. Together, we'll understand why members of great teams trust one another on a fundamental level. We will examine the importance of vulnerability and the further need for honesty with each other regarding our weaknesses, mistakes, and fears. We'll explore the difference between trusting competency and trusting character and how to create an environment that fosters both. And you can get registered at SchaeferLeadership.com. In the studio today, we have Debbie Agri of Debbie's Handmade Soaps. How are you doing today? I'm doing great today. Good. All right. Well, tell us all about uh, the shop. Well, the shop started, well, I started making soap a little over 20 years ago. Okay. And started in my kitchen, moved from my kitchen to, actually, I started in the kitchen and then I homeschooled both my kids and our schoolroom desk actually became the home <laughs> for my mold. Kind into that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I moved into the basement and then about six Eight years ago, my husband let me have a bay in his garage. Oh, nice. And so I started doing wholesale and lots of things like that. And at three years ago, I opened the store downtown. It got to where people were, so many people were stopping at my house to buy soap. It's like, okay, we've, we've got <laughs> to have <laughs> some regular hours. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> So, so you moved downtown Muncie. Tell us about that. That's about, what, a couple years old now? It's three. Three, three years. years. Okay. Okay. Yes, October 6th was my third year being downtown. Okay, downtown. Nice. I just loved it. I've loved it ever since day one. <laughs> um, I moved in my store while the streets were all tore up. Oh, so right in front timing, of my right? shop, I could have buried myself out there because the street <laughs> was dug out. And everybody kept saying, you know, I think... I think that would be terrible moving into your store, you know, moving all that stuff. Because we moved a clawfoot bathtub and huge shelves and everything from like a block away. Oh, okay. We're pushing them down, <laughs> pushing <laughs> yeah, them down the street. Yeah, because you can't just park in front of it because right. your whole street's torn up. Yes, so. it was. But I opened on October 6th and on October 12th, they opened the streets. So oh, well, there was new streets, new sidewalks and everything out there. So it was actually, nice. I was okay with the whole thing, even if it was extra work, just because it was going to be so nice when it was finished. So nice. I actually opened the storefront just from having so many customers stopping at my house. And I was doing wholesale, kind of outgrowing about six months before I found the shop, the spot downtown to open the store. My husband gave me another half bay of his three three bay garage you're, take, you're slowly <laughs> taking over yes, the garage yes it's like i've got to have more room so it just so happened that this the place i found to open uh next to Paisel's jewelers mm -hmm. 
um, had enough space in the back for me to make everything. I do everything there now. Okay, so you so. do all the you you make everything there, and and then you have your retail yes. space in the front too. Now nice. it's not only soap; like you carry all kinds of products. So tell yes. us, tell us what you do carry. For all those years, I just made soap until I opened the store. I had kind of dabbled in lip balms and lotions. And then when I opened the store, it's like, I've got all this space now. I've got room to breathe and room to create. Yeah. So I, I've added bath bombs, lotions, body butters, body scrubs, lip balms, a whole bunch a of whole bunch bath of and stuff. body, everything. Nice. So, I like going in there because it smells so good. Yeah, I yeah. have some people that say, oh, I could smell this on the sidewalk. That's why I stopped <laughs> in. So yeah, the smells are a little overwhelming for some people, but I don't even notice it as much now. I mean, yeah, sometimes when I walk in, it. it's like, whoo, all of this together, but I love it. I love it as much as the day I started. I started it because my daughter had eczema. Okay. And we had tried all kinds of things to help that and her knuckles would just break open and they would bleed and have Mm -hmm. sores and everything, especially in the wintertime. It was worse in the winter. And I went to a mom's retreat and one of the speakers just mentioned that she made old-fashioned lye soap. And of course, my parents were from Tennessee Mm -hmm. and I knew about lye soap, but I didn't really know that you could make a soap that was really helpful for healing skin. Mm -hmm. And when she mentioned that, it was just like a big hand just reached out and grabbed me. I was like, oh, I've got to try that. You know, maybe that'll help. So at that point, I didn't even have a computer. Mm -hmm. That was in 1999. 20 years ago. That was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I went home and I lived in farmland at the time. Okay. Married Mark Acree and we lived in farmland for 17 years before we moved to Muncie. And I went to the library there and they got me books from everywhere on soap making. Really? So I just read the books and I hate math and chemistry and all of that, oh, all the number well, parts. It seems like there's probably a lot of that in yeah. soap making. <laughs> there is. And so I actually taught myself from the books how to figure the formulas. Mm-hmm. It took me a while, but I got it. After about three years, I had the, the recipe performed. And my daughter has, that's been over 20 years now, and she never has a problem with her eczema. Wow, so that's really cool. Lots of good stories about people that have eczema that it's helped. helped. So Now, your uh, soaps and everything, they're not just at the store. You have uh, places all around that carry your soap. Yes, yes. Actually, the Orchard Shop was one of the first places to actually offer it actual retail other than me just doing craft shows in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I just took it in and showed it to the person that was the buyer at that point. Mm-hmm. They have carried it for almost 20 years. Wow. Almost. Oh. They have a, a really good base of customers that come in there just to buy the just soap. Just for that. So that's for, and then I do wholesale. So I've got it. I've got it in Tennessee, California, Florida, Georgia, and probably I think 15 different states oh, wow. that different stores buy it wholesale for me and I ship it. Now so people can buy online and as well. Online yes. Ordering and all that. yes. So, so what's the website name right now? The website name has been changed after 20 years. Just added one letter. Um, I had some trouble with my domain, so I had to buy a new domain name. It's mm. www.debbie's handmade soaps.com make okay. sure to put Plural. the s put on, the the s on yes. there yes yes <laughs> you made mention of tennessee so tell us about growing up and how, how you got from there to here growing up i have so many probably at least three times a week everybody you know somebody asked me where are you from you're yeah. not from here well i actually am from okay. here my parents were from tennessee they got married when my mom was 16 okay and she and my dad got a job in glendale california oh, working wow. for boeing okay and they moved there i was born there actually. in california okay yes. you're a california, you're a california girl, girl. <laughs> yes <laughs> and then when i was about three years old they moved back 
My okay. dad went to work for Broderick's, the steel company, and I've lived here my whole life. Okay. And I just never dropped the accent. It's like, <laughs> okay. And I grew up so self-conscious because I was, I sound so Southern. I'm, and when I hear myself, it's like, you are very Southern. But <laughs> some people say, oh, I didn't really notice it. That's been one okay. of my, that's probably one of my most self-conscious things. I went to school at Muncie Central. Okay. And Bearcat. Well, at some point you uh, you met Mr. Acre. I met Mr. Acre at church, actually. His dad pastored a Nazarene church in Bluntsville, Indiana, and that's okay. where we met. And we got married in 1984, and we have two kids, Lindsay and Clay. They are now, I can't hardly say these numbers. <laughs> Clay's 31 and Lindsay's 33. Okay. okay. I have yeah. three grandkids who are a major part of my life. Mm-hmm. Now, do they just, help you make soap or anything yet? They do a little bit at times. They probably won when they get a little older, especially yeah. Raylan. She's the middle. She's nine years old right now, and she loves to create. Oh, oh yeah. She loves to create and make messes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if you're making lye soap, you know, maybe right. the babies shouldn't be in there exactly. making that. Exactly, yeah. I keep them away from that. Um, they, they go to the shop with me a lot, though. I'll pick them up from school, and they're there from however long I end up having to stay. So, yeah. <laughs> they get, they get in on it whether they, they want out. to or yeah. not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Audio. She, especially when she went to school down the road at Angels on High, she'd get to come and hang out here at the office with us until yeah. it was time to leave. And she had her little desk over there and everything. And yeah, she got so mad. IPads. Yeah, she used to get so mad when we like piled junk on it. And she's like, "Why is all this stuff on my desk?" <laughs> and sometimes Sorry. I hear, "Oh, we have to go to the shop again today," especially if it's nice weather. Yeah, you know? but you know, they will look back on that and know like the value of hard work and that their grandma did you know made something and you know mm-hmm. with her hands I hope and so all that I think they that's we all we hope that they look yeah think, think about it fondly we'll see <laughs> what's been some of the biggest changes in business you've seen over the past 20 years in your line of work I started out really slow so I didn't really start it start a business it just kind of happened mm-hmm. like I said I do a lot of wholesale I'm shipping a lot of soap out I would have never dreamed it when I made those first batches yeah. it was like I made my first batch in a shoebox actually. <laughs> now I've got 25 wood molds. I've got I just built some new molds that I can pour triple the soap in oh, so wow. that I can make bigger batches that are still quality controlled. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been kind of a slow progress for me as far as getting to where I could even open a storefront. As far as business itself, it's been really amazing to me the last three years, even three or four years, how shopping people shopping has changed to me. And it's been amazing to be downtown and realize how many people are interested in handmade soap. Oh, yeah. I guess when I first started, oh, you know, my I had two great influences in my life that were totally opposed to the handmade soap thing. They were like my mom. She was like, <laughs> of course, they grew up. They just threw everything in a pot outside and mixed it up. And it was it was rough. It was yeah. Yeah. tough on their skin. And my mom, my mom was very straight and blunt about what she how she felt about things. And she would say, you don't want to mess with that lye. You don't want to make lye soap that will burn the hide off of you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I don't think this is going to do that. Yeah, you know, not if you make your brunt. Yeah, like- exactly. <laughs> And then my father-in-law was, and it took him about a year to even try it after mm-hmm. I after I had it perfected even. 
they both came around and they became my biggest fans after they saw, (laughs) you know, that it had helped Lindsay and that they could use it and they actually liked it. Mm -hmm. And what you're bringing up is uh, something we hear all the time, really, is uh, the close people to you, the family members and things like that are usually the Debbie Downers. Right. No, you shouldn't do this. This is not what I had uh, seen for you. But yet, you know, uh, a little bit better. You take the risk and you go out there. Right. And I had such passion for it. I don't know why I had such a passion, but I still do. Mm-hmm. I still, I love it. I just, if I pour a batch this morning, I'm still as excited tomorrow. It, they're never the same, ever. They never look the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of swirl patterns, mm-hmm. so they always look different. How long do you let them sit? 24 hours. Just 24 hours, and then they're sellable, and then or they're, they have to cure? They have to cure. Okay. okay. They cure. Um, I, I like to let them cure three weeks, but hardly anything makes it that long. <laughs> I started out with like three fragrances 20-some years ago, 20 mm-hmm. years ago. Now I have 62, oh, so okay. it is so hard to stop adding good fragrances, and it's so hard to keep them all stocked so that they're so that they have that long cure life Um, but the longer it cures the better it gets there's a long process to it all (laughs) well matt years ago started he made his own homemade soap Oh, Uh, it's not anything like debbie's homemade soap (laughs) let me tell you that (laughs) nope i even had a a business idea and i I, I knew that you were doing it because i i'd go uptown to farmland and like i said somebody was carrying debbie's handmade soap. i can do this Uh so of course i went on the internet i picked the easiest way which i believe is cold process lie right and got the stuff from the hardware store the whole deal mm-hmm. and um made it made a few batches and became a great for at least a year or two christmas present that i could yeah. give to people oh yeah and then i stopped then we stopped doing it. <laughs> <laughs> i realized that uh it's a competitive industry and uh a lot of people do it but you have stood out and do you have any uh idea what what makes your product special one thing is that it is 50 percent olive oil okay the first batches i made were just the lye soap or swiftening do you guys remember swiftening at all <laughs> it's like crisco okay. in a can like, oh, okay, oh, okay yeah. but it yeah. was called swiftening and it's just vegetable oil that's whipped mm-hmm. it's got a lot of air in it if you make soap with swiftening it will float in the tub yeah. my husband has tried that out <laughs> I went in there one i'm pretty day. sure mine said i made mine with lard lard yeah. yes 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 so i made a well, lot i was with animal lard fat too. all the way yeah yep i made. i still make the old-fashioned lye do you? actually um i sell a lot of that on i sell a lot of it in the store but i sell a lot on amazon i okay. have an amazon account there and i i've got several listed on there but the lye soap sells the girls that help pack my soap they're like i can't believe how much of this because it does i don't add any fragrance to it it's just the natural old-fashioned lye soap it's just lard lime water mm-hmm. and it's really quite amazing how fast it moves you've stood out from many other people making soap and trying to sell it on their own that kind of thing I want my bars are different I pour I may I've designed my own mold so most people pour in a loaf and they cut them they're they're cut they're poured in a long loaf that you cut the bar from the top mm-hmm. mine are poured an inch thick I don't have as much room to work with with my molds because they take up a lot of room yeah. I make slab soaps so I can create on the f- surface of the bar if you're looking at the top of the bar mine look different okay but that, that creating that design on the top of the soap. That sets you apart from yes. everybody else. 
because there's hardly, I've only saw maybe two other companies that are soap makers that make their soap in a slab. Okay. Most people do it in the loaf. Mm-hmm. And it's it's great. I make the loaf soaps too, but I started out with the, with the slab and it's just, I just haven't ever wanted to get away from it because it does make mine different. So. All right. We've talked a lot about business and the shop. Mm-hmm. What do you like to do for fun? Spend time with my grandkids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like to travel. I would love to just travel. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Yes. Where, where are some places you've traveled to? I haven't went too many places as far as, like, I've been to Florida, of course. Michigan is one of my favorite places mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. I love Michigan. I've been to South Carolina. We went, my husband and I went last year to the Biltmore and took our son and oh, daughter-in-law. Nice. There's a train ride that goes across the United States I would love to do. Mm-hmm. There's, of course, there's other countries I would like to see, but I would really like to take the train ride and just see all the United States. Yeah, it goes from one coast to the other, and I I think that looks really cool. I Mm -hmm. think that's a long time to be confined in one space with my husband. I I wondered about that. But surely, I know. Surely, if we can work together in this office every day, we can survive on a train. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me, do you have a secret hidden talent that people don't know about? I'm not sure if besides I, making soap. If <laughs> I don't know. I used to sew a lot. I had a couple of little sewing shops. Oh, okay. I don't do much sewing anymore because I don't have time. Right. And me and my husband have built both the houses we live in ourselves. Okay. So I love that. Well, the first one we built from scratch. The second one we bought a little when we moved to Muncie, we bought a house that was nine hundred square feet and we okay. totally gutted it and it's a four bedroom. Anything working with my hands and I sing. But I don't tell too many people that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now, what kind of singing? Like our church, church, gospel, church? Okay. Okay. Christian. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That is that one's kind of buried right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Not anymore because everybody's going to hear about it on the podcast. Oh well. <laughs> I would like to say that I think one of your aunts or someone in your family, and I've tried and tried to think of her name. She's one of the Hal women. Yeah. She was one of my first customers, and she was so encouraging to really? me. And I thought today, really? if I tell him anything, I want to tell him that. <laughs> nice. She's was she worked in farmland. It's been a long, long time. Tall. She's very tall. Violet? Violet? Yes. <laughs> she's now the that tall she's aunt. Said, yes. yes, she's tall. <laughs> Kathy's Cuts and Curls was on the corner of that building there oh, where okay. the grocery store was. Yeah. On the very corner of the alley. And I rented the window from her. Oh, and okay. Interesting. And your and Violet would come in and buy soap. And she was she was just such an encouragement to me. So I thought, I'm going to tell them that today no, if I get so a that's chance. That's awesome. <laughs> well, Violet is our neighbor because we all live obviously in farmland and all of the howls live around us but uh-huh. she's our next door neighbor if you count the farm fields in between us and all of that so we'll be sure to tell her that you live back the lane in yes, the yellow house the lane, we built where the house. uh holtzmans live and uh we're our neighbors <laughs> yes so i grew up of course down the road and then uh, now we live in hank's house Oh, okay. So, so, so kind of across where, from where Mark's sister Kathy lived. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Right yeah. across. Right okay. across the street wow. from there. So, yeah. huh. it's a small yeah. world. It is. <laughs> it is. Well, I mean, farmland, everything's small. We had a customer come in yesterday, or potential customer, and he was like, I think we're like, I'm quasi-cousins with Matt. My grandpa <laughs> married his grandpa's sis- husband or sister or something. I don't, brother, I don't know. But like, yeah, it's farmland. We probably are. It's a small world. Oh, the emoji one. Yeah. 
is my laughing hysterical face. <laughs> I'm always sending typos. Always. I'm terrible about texting, so I use that laughy face all the time. Awesome. That's nice. probably my most used one. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. All right. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Bye. We are also sponsored today by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Find out more at LuckyTats.com. We just finished up the spooky season of Halloween. Did you know that Adam, the tattoo artist over there, one of the two, he loves to do monster-themed tattoos. What? Yes, they just featured on their Facebook page a couple tattoos that he did of Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein, and they are, like, really cool looking. So he likes to do monster tattoos. I'm trying to think of a fun monster that I would want on my body, but I cannot. <laughs> Gizmo? Gizmo. Oh, you mean like gremlins? Like gremlins. I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't want that as a tattoo because gremlins scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. I remember seeing Gremlins 2 at the drive-in. That's the scarier one. And I'm pretty sure Sammy Terry was there. Was he there? Was, yes, and I got his autograph. Oh, my God. Remember Sammy Terry, He's right? He's dead now. I would get a Sammy Terry tattoo. That's what I would get. <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> That would be awesome. That'd be awesome. But you can find out more at LuckyTats.com. We just wrapped up Halloween. We did. We got some candy. It was it was cold. cold. It was so cold. It was cold this year in farmland. We did make our rounds and we visited some uh, relatives, yep. things like that. I think we made it like a half an hour. But before we went, there was an incident <laughs> that uh, I have to bring up. Now, of course, Angie did not participate in Halloween very much um, growing up because yeah. um, it was against our religion. We did not participate. Did not participate. So I am not well versed in the area of Halloween and Halloween candy and things like that so i look down and uh i'm playing with this this thing it, it's kind of gummy-ish but it's like uh you throw it and it sticks and then you pop it back i don't I'm know not really what do you sure call these things call them. but you know what i'm talking about they're but, like but they're plastic they're made out of rubberish plastic you know but if you're not paying close attention they also kind of look like gummy like those gummy slimy like bats and stuff that do get passed out at halloween yeah so we come home from audia's school party so they and they'd each gotten goodie bags and treat bags and all that kind of stuff so we come home and zoos is looking at at everything and she's like look at this and i'm like oh cool what she's like what is it i'm like i think it's a gummy yeah go she's like can i eat it i'm like yeah eat it it's fine i'm sure it's like blueberry flavored or something so she eat rips it. it open well and then i'm like i have a headache i'm gonna go lay down so okay. i abandon my duties as mom because i am mom of the year and leave her to her own devices. you're recharging so we can go out i am getting ready to freeze my butt off yeah so we can go out and, and go halloween uh, uh gathering so like i said i come home i see this thing in two pieces and i'm playing with one half and and I'm like, what? What's the deal right. here? And Did I you already down, break I'm it? I'm like, what are you doing with that? Why are you like swinging it around and stuff? And then Zeus like bounces in. Doo, 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 doo. Oh, I ate it. <laughs> and I'm like taken back for a second. I'm like, what? Wait, you ate it? Yeah. And she's like, mom told me to. <laughs> 
And then I'm really, really concerned at this point because I'm like, well, how much did you eat? Like, this is not good for anybody. I so, know. So I was like, wait, I told her to eat it. It's a gummy. Like, a, it's a squishy bat gummy thing. And whatever. of course, I'm playing with it as it should be played, which is, it has a little bat on the end. So you, you like fling, fling it, it and it sticks to the counter and then you kind of pull back. And then yeah, so you're it's not a with- gummy. It's not for human <laughs> consumption. It well, is a toy. It's a toy. But it was in, in my defense, it was in a cellophane, like, plastic wrapper. It was sealed, like, heat sealed or whatever. It looked like a gummy. And so I was like, yeah, sure, Zeus, eat it. So she took a bite of it. <laughs> she did. What did she say? I was like, well, what did it taste like? She's like, it didn't really taste like anything, really. <laughs> and thank goodness it didn't because she didn't eat the rest of this probably terrible for your body it's thing. It's probably non-toxic, <laughs> right? Oh, let's hope so. I hope so. I hope it wasn't it, made this in is China only a day after, so I know we may have to cut this segment by the time it airs. <laughs> if she ends up in the hospital, we know why. But yeah, so <laughs> I'm just lining up. I'm submitting my nomination for Mom of the Year yeah. because I was like, "Yeah, kid, eat this plastic, eat this thing. I'm sure it's a gummy." But and the it, first thing I did was took a picture of it, texted it to her <laughs> mom and her sister, and said, "Look what your daughter did." I know. And my mom apologized and said, "I'm sorry. She didn't get very much practice at Halloween when she was younger." <laughs> So she doesn't know what she's doing. (laughs) Happy Halloween! Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Our premier sponsor today was the Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Check them out at LuckyTats.com. Have a great rest of your day and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone boss. boss.